What's going on, people? And welcome to a brand new episode of Too Many Games and Not Enough Time, where I get to speak to incredible gamers across the globe. Now, I'm loving all of the love and support for the podcast. Thank you for everyone who's commented about the rebrand. And remember, if you're listening to the channel over on Spotify or any of the other podcasts, make sure you give us a five star. Make sure you come over to the YouTube at Mr. Midas Games. Drop us a thumbs up. Drop us a comment. Now, on today's show, I have one of the hugest Zelda fans. Yes, you can catch her flying all around Hyrule. We are talking about a real boss. So boss that she can roll around and kill bosses just by rolling in Dark Souls. She is the maddest. She is amazing. Don't rage quit. Welcome to Too Many Games. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Mr. Midas. Can you just follow me around and just introduce me every time I come on stream? Just with that, <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I've got you. I've got you. I will be your hype man anytime that um, <laughs> you need me. Now, we met because we were both lucky enough to do some really cool content for Ubisoft, for GTV. And we sat down and instantly i fell in love with your dress um <laughs> and then two seconds later i fell in love with your earrings because your swag is like that but not only because your swag is like that is because you are a huge fan of the legend of zelda i see your majora's mask in the background i see I've your master sword oh <laughs> um yeah, i love this French. I love this franchise and we're going to, we need to speak about it. How did you get into The Legend of Zelda? Like what, what was your first um, game and, and, and yeah, just let's, let's, let's get into it. Like literally um, Zelda on the N64 was one of the first games I ever like sort of came into contact with when I was just a wee bairn. And um, it was Ocarina of Time was the one that all my friends had. And that was the one I wanted because everyone was always talking about how amazing it was. But I got Majora's Mask for Christmas and I was like, I picked it up and I was like, okay, this is an Ocarina of Time, but I gave it a go and I actually love it like so much more. Maybe because it was my first, maybe because it has that sort of like darkness to it, that sort of stressful time limit to it. Um, but it's like one of my favorite games of all time. I remember also I had on the GameCube, I had Link's Awakening, which is, very different because I remember getting it thinking it would be oh it's gonna be just like Majora's Mask and it wasn't but I was opened up to this, this um other side of Zelda as well and I've just always loved every single entry in the in the franchise it's so crazy because there's so many people who started with Majora's Mask instead of um Ocarina of Time and mm -hmm. their view of what a Zelda game is completely different. Like the amount of people I know that are clamoring for that darkness that Majora's Mask is. Because even though Majora's Mask was obviously built off the same engine of Ocarina of Time, it is a very different different game. Like it's a lot darker, it's a lot scarier. Mm -hmm. And there's always that sense of doom in your background like that moon is just looking down at piercing on you like <laughs> it's such an incredible game it's mad because uh, my first um, Zelda game was Link to the Past um, nice. and I remember like I remember being in bed and and your uncle jumps up and he's like oh I need to go and um 
I need to go and do something. And then you're yeah, like, Zelda's, Zelda's in trouble. I'm going to the yeah, palace. That's yeah. It. And then, and then you go to the palace and you finally get in and then your uncle's dead. I'm thinking waste, man. You, how are you dead already? <laughs> you ain't even got into like, you're literally at the beginning anyway. Like that experience always warms me. But one of the things that I can never get out of my head is putting on the mask in Majora's mask. Like, mm-hmm. how how did you feel the first time you saw that reaction when Link puts on the mask and he wows out? I know exactly what you mean. I So basically with Zelda, it's funny with you mentioning Link to the Past, because for me, Ocarina and Majora and Link's Awakening, whenever I had Zelda, I would always spend a lot of time at the start of the game. But once it started to get scary, I would, I would restart and I would play the comfy start of the game again, <laughs> like just running around Cockery Forest in Ocarina of Time. So Majora's Mask, like you say, um, when you get some point into it and you get to take off the Deku mask and you turn back into normal Link, I spent so many times replaying that. So I actually got desensitized to the whole like horror of it because I just did it so many times. But yeah, and um, as a kid, like worrying about falling down a hole and getting turned into a tree like that is like that's a real fear (laughs) like it was just so i guess i've always really been into horror so there's maybe something in that but it was just this other side of and then you look at say um breath of the wild just when you mentioned the moon as well it is something they've sort of kept in zelda they've got this little thread sort of running throughout because you have like the terrifying like blood moon in Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I do like, I would love to see more of that in the sequel, like just that little bit of like horror to it. Well, that's exactly, that's exactly what I want from Breath of the Wild too. Like Mm -hmm. Ocarina of Time is my favorite Zelda game ever. And that's the Zelda game I prefer. I haven't completed Majora's Mask because I only played it when I was a kid. I'm looking, I can't wait for it to come on the um, Switch Online store. I know it's coming on February. So I can replay it and, and literally complete it. Um, but I would love that kind of the darkness that Majora's Mask has. I don't think a Zelda's ever done that since. And I think it's really needed. Like Link's mm. Awakening is the most bizarre Zelda. Like having, <laughs> like, it's just so random. It just, it's just like, Link's Awakening is basically a kid's idea. Oh, we can have a chumper chomper and we can have this and we can have that. Like, but a real darkness into a Zelda game and I was getting that vibes from that first trailer was you oh yeah absolutely have you played Twilight Princess oh yeah yeah I love Twilight yeah because that one I say is like maybe the closest yeah but I I still don't feel like I still don't feel like Twilight Princess is nearly as dark as Majora's Mask even when the kids almost die I wasn't as scared (laughs) as I was putting on that mask Why am I laughing at kids dying? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm nervous. No, they didn't <laughs> die. Spoilers. They're okay. They didn't okay. die. Um, um, it's fu- yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what's really funny about The Legend of Zelda is this franchise is beloved. Like people have tattoos. Like I've got statues for it. You've got statues. You've got earrings. You've got dresses. You've got the swag. Um, but they never really sold well until Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild is the best-selling Zelda game. Why do you think that they connect with people who play them so well, but compared to like a Mario and something like that, they're not in that kind of popularity? I think it's just because they're Nintendo. I think Nintendo in general, they always sort of push themselves to be this sort of niche company by not allowing their games on other consoles and i think that's just what is encouraged nintendo games in general to be 
quite niche. Um, but when Breath of the Wild came out, when the Switch came out, the Switch is just suddenly this really good, really accessible console. And when Breath of the Wild was open world, I feel like that spoke to a lot of more casual people who maybe the sort of standard Zelda format didn't really appeal to them, but this Breath of the Wild, like this open format did. And it's maybe the reason why Breath of the Wild is not my favorite Zelda, is the, the reason that it's so different. But it is it did get a lot of more people playing the series. And I am for that because more love to go around, isn't it? <laughs> more love to go around. I love that. It's funny. Um, so Breath of the Wild is my second favorite Zelda. I absolutely love it. I love the open world. I love that um, you can kind of, every single person has their own experience and you can do mad things like fly. Um, <laughs> like, I've been yes, watching, like I've been watching you do it done. But the thing that um, was really lacking for me was the story. I felt like the story was the second part of it. Um, what is your, how do you feel about Breath of the Wild? I think it was an incredible uh, tech demo, <laughs> if anything. I love, I love the linearity almost to Zelda. I love that you have to go to one dungeon and get a weapon that allows you to then do the next dungeon. Like I like that sort of format. So with Breath of the Wild, having it that you can literally do as much or as little as you want, it was a huge change to the formula. So for me, I was just like, I missed my dungeons. I missed my puzzle solving. Although we, there's a bit, there's like, what, how many? There's like a 200 and I think how it's many a, shrines? shrines, isn't it? A, is it 130 shrines? Something like that. Okay, there's yeah. a lot of shrines. <laughs> so there's lots of little puzzles, but it just didn't really feel, it felt different. I'm yeah. not saying it wasn't good. I, I, I love that game so much. I'm collecting all the Korok seeds at the minute. You I'm want on, that poo? I want that poo. <laughs> I'm on 430 so far. I will get it. Um, so yeah, don't get me wrong. I love it, but it's just um, change is good, but it will never eclipse the sort of standard format for me. 100%. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Now, we are both amazing. You of are course. more amazing because oh. there's a type of game that you're a boss on that I am just not ready for. So the whole Souls games is something that I've never really connected with me. The Souls, the um, Bloodborne, Sekiro was the first time that I kind of was like, let me dip my feet in, but I'm trash at parrying. So I just got murked. Um, you make these games look like a playground. I, <laughs> like, like, like they're just easy. Like, how did you get into it? What is it that you love uh, about this series? Oh, it's really hard. See, I ask myself this often. I'm like, why did I just decide one day to just play Dark Souls 1, like over and over again until I got really good? I, it's the, well, it's the setting to start with the medieval fantasy sort of hideous sort of like Japanese kind of creatures and all sorts like I love the art style I love the gameplay the gameplay is really like satisfying because you start off as a complete noob completely trash and as you sort of progress you get good and then you replay it and suddenly it just all clicks and it's just that feeling of I used to be dreadful at this but now I'm a boss and just so I, I just keep finding ways to <laughs> to tear it apart and and the, the way I like to do it is um like you mentioned the rolling earlier I like to go for things that are going to make people laugh so 
For example, I've done a run where I literally just punched everything to death and I've done a run where I just rolled everything to death. So um, I, my angle is, yes, I want to look like a badass, but I want it to be something people talk about. Um, <laughs> like I played it with one hand um, just because it's funny, I guess. <laughs> like, I've got two hands and I can't <laughs> play it and she's just defeating it with one hand. Jeff, you are a, a boss. Um, so Rich, let's take it back a little further so obviously we said um zelda was one of the first games you ever played and um you've kind of destroyed um was it um demon souls or dark souls you've been destroying well dark souls one is my main but i do play demon souls dark souls 2 dark souls 3 bloodborne Sekiro, yeah. right, so you, <laughs> you, you you dominate the, the whole batch <laughs> But not only are you an incredible gamer, you're actually an incredible content creator and you created a super dope community and your content's really fun and engaging and you just have me in stitches. Um, what made you want to get into this space? How did you start your content creating journey? Um, it's a quite a strange story, actually. I used to work in a retail store, like game, um, selling video games. And we were one of the biggest in the country and we were approached by Microsoft, a sort of section of Microsoft, uh, who wanted to get into like live streaming as a way of promoting um, their games, Microsoft games, online services, uh, what is it, Xbox Live, that kind of thing. Uh, so they actually built for us a small like sort of streaming studio in our store. <laughs> and I used to sit there at the end of my shift. So I would work for four hours in the store. And then for two hours, I would sit and play the latest Xbox games. And I would um, sort of educate people. I'd say, this is how much it is, come on down. We sometimes had little promotions where I'd be like, oh, tell them that you watch the stream and we'll give you uh, whatever. So that's how I got into it. I just thought, oh, this sounds fun. Like, I think I would be quite good at this because I'm quite good at talking. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so I was like, I'll give it a go. And it ended up being really good. And I think I very quickly realized I'm very good at this. Um, so I ended up leaving game. I actually went into editing for a while um, and then I got into presenting and I sort of started my own sort of channel, like just off the back of the game one. And the rest is history, really. That is amazing. So to think yeah. that Microsoft made you quit your job at game. Well, no, I mean, no. <laughs> no, no I'm, only, I'm, only, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Um, no, that's really dope. That's really interesting. So it's funny because so to the people in the US, the game is our big video game store yeah. over here. And um, for them to actually say, raw, we understand because I feel like Microsoft were probably the leader in understanding where everything's going to be going online with online services. So for them to actually come in and build something and for you to be able to create your channel I'm not even create your channel, create yourself and, and your journey in, in this way is super dope. It was so cool. It was bizarre. Like it was really bizarre. And I, I think, yeah, very quickly, like I said, I was like, I knew how powerful this could be. At the end of the day, it lasted, was it two years or was it one? It was like a year and a half and it did really well. But at the end of the day, game, understandably, didn't really want to put any more money to it. They didn't really see a direct sort of profit from it. And that's where I sort of went, right, that's okay, but I'm going to go and do that. So, <laughs> so, yes. so, you know, I'm not the Souls guy, but Elden Ring's got me interested. It's got me oh. rubbing my chin. It's got me saying, 
Mm, this looks pretty interesting and everything that I've seen of it looks like it is more akin for people like myself who maybe not um, grown up playing Dark Souls or grown up playing um, Sekiro and been amazing at those games and kind of giving us a bit more intricacies. Is this a game that is number one day one for you that you are hyped crazy about? Mate, I am preloading it and I am streaming at midnight. I have never been more excited for a game launch. So excited. What is it about you? Is it just having something new in that world? Like, what is it that gets you so gassed? Is it just you love from software? Like, tell me. Yeah, yeah. I, I love all from software games. Uh, this is the first. Uh, this is their first big release that I've been like in a really good position like to stream it. When Sekiro came out, when I was working for uh, on my previous job, I was reviewing that. So I wasn't actually able to like stream it at launch because I'd already played it. But this is the new big launch for me. And I love Game of Thrones. So like obviously George R. R. Martin being involved in it really, really excites me. It's literally like two massive fantasy worlds coming together. And I just know it's going to be awesome. I did get to play the network test. I don't know if you tried that. Oh, uh, do you know what? I was so gutted that I missed it because oh. they sent me it. Well, I just didn't have the time. No, it was, yeah, it was like one weekend or something. I was, I had like my parents over and I was like, mom, can I just, I'll, I need to go for three hours. Is that okay? <laughs> um, but the network test was really good. I really, really liked what I saw and it was just a tiny little slice of what's to come. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, Rach, 2022 is going to be an incredible year for gaming. Like, we've already had two huge games with Pokemon Arceus. That's just kind of blowing what a Pokemon game is. Um, Sifu, which are getting people excited for difficult games. Um, really quickly, what are you excited for this year other than Elden Ring? <laughs> well, we do have Horizon Forbidden West coming out. Uh, next week actually I think it is but I'm not going to be playing that until the end of March because Elden Ring um, I'm also quite excited for God of War Ragnarok uh, and if we get a release date for the Breath of the Wild sequel possibly in the winter that would be great too Is Splatoon 3 coming out um, this year as well? Oh yeah! Yeah Splatoon in the summer Yeah yeah, I see, I see, I see your inkling up there. I know, I, I know you're about that, that, that <laughs> your squid you're about that um, squid. I'm all about that that squid life. <laughs> that squid life. <laughs> Rach, we're running out of time. I could speak to you all day, but I want to make sure that anyone who's excited about you, who's all about that Dark Souls life, who can't wait to see you learn new techniques all around Elden Ring, um, if you had to send people to one specific piece of content or somewhere to watch your stuff, where would it be? Uh, my main home is on Twitch, so you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash don't rage quit. And Four she, yeah, and she is incredible. Um, super, super dope. Uh, just before you go, I gotta say, I couldn't stop laughing when I was watching your um, VR video. Oh, no, you watched the alien video? Oh, oh, no. You had me in stitches. <laughs> so I would recommend go and watch the alien video on her YouTube. It is amazing. Rach, <laughs> thank you so much for coming and joining me on Too Many Games today. Thank you so much for having me. This oh, it flew by. I know, like you blink. You, it's just like, I need to start making them half an hour long, but the gist is it's a 20 minute pod. So 
thank you so much for everyone who stayed with us make sure you go and check out rich as i said remember if you're listening to us on podcast services make sure you give us a thumbs up make sure you give us a five star review tell us how great we are i've been mr Mida. she's been don rage quick you've been the nvps we out of here peace Oh, 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 oh,